You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hee. Hello, villagers. Happy Friday. We made it another week. That's awesome news. You hung in there another week and you crushed it. I know you did. Every time I talk to a parent, I am just always blown away by their resiliency and their strength. And there's no doubt in my mind that you crushed this week. So high five to you. You're listening to episode number 31 and another Friday free talk of the Tranquility Tribe podcast. Wow, 31. That is insane to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for hanging out with me today, but also supporting me. This is, I just have no words for how grateful I am for all of you. And my Instagram is going to hit 850 followers soon. This is, you guys just blow me away with support. And if you're listening and you don't follow me on Instagram, please hop over there and connect with me because I love getting to see your lives too. It's super fun. Be sure to let me know that you came from the podcast and I've connected with people all over the world. It is super, super cool and really amazing. Um, It's just so much fun. So hop over to my Instagram and let me know that you're there so that I can give you a follow and yeah, follow your life. Okay, now on to what you came for. Today I'm diving into what to wear to a birth, but specifically what I wear to births and why I wear that that particular uniform. So I'll start with what I tell my clients to wear. I always advise people to wear something that is comfortable because you want to be able to move in it, you want to be able to get into flexible positions with it, you want to be able to really be able to move in it. You also want to feel confident in it. So don't pick something that's going to make you feel uncomfortable or too vulnerable or too covered up or too restricted. You want to be able to, um, you know, have the flexibility and the comfort, but also feel confident in it. And the last thing I always say is just be okay if it gets ruined. So I wouldn't wear your nicest blouse or your very favorite skirt because sometimes things do get ruined in birth. You know, birth can get really messy. So I would just be okay if it got stains on it. So when deciding what to wear to your birth, think comfort and flexibility confidence and okay if it gets stains on it and I think that you will be all set. To be honest most people end up either almost all the way undressed or completely naked so I wouldn't put super amounts of thought into it but I definitely would be intentional about it. If you know anything about my birth practice you know that intentionality is 
you know, everything. So it's no surprise that I'm very intentional with what I wear also to births. So today I thought I would just give you a glimpse of what I wear to births and why I wear that specific uniform. So I'll start with my shirts. So in episode number nine, I interviewed this mama of five children and she owned a small business of making um, shirts. So this uniform came kind of um, by accident because I bought one of these shirts to support Amber and I fell in love with it and so then I bought another one and then I bought another one and then I bought another one and then I learned about the law of attraction and it made so much sense why I chose the shirts that I chose and I started to realize that if I wore those mantras that I so wholeheartedly believed in or um, like one of my shirts has an oxytocin sign on it which is a hormone in birth so you know, it was this like constant visual and physical reminder of like why I was there, you know, my why of doing what I do, the support, um, you know, why this this birthing person and her partner deserve this kind of care, like why I believe that, you know, the birth world can be this really safe, gentle place, just all of it. And so the law of attraction really played a huge role into this because what better way to live out this mantra and be this mantra than to wear this mantra, right? So number one, my shirt. Number two, my yoga pants. Oh, my Lululemons, how I have fallen in love. So my Lulus are my latest obsession. I absolutely love them so much. Um, I find that they're really comfy and they are super tight. So they remind me to be like strong and supportive. Um, They're also really flexible and they remind me to be flexible. So to be in yoga pants reminds me to go with the curveballs if any happen during birth because as we all know, we can't predict what's going to happen. We can only prepare. We can't even really plan because um, we don't know. But you can prepare for certain scenarios. But sometimes things that you could never have prepared for happen and you need to remain flexible and willing to say like, okay, here are the options. Let's choose what we choose. Um, And my Lulus, again, are this visual and physical reminder to be flexible. Um, And of course, yoga pants are comfy and comfort is number one in my life. I find also that I'm often the like energetic center of the room. So the birthing parent is definitely the center of attention. But I find that sometimes when things happen, um, multiple people are looking at me for my reaction. So usually it's the birthing parent. Um, usually it is their support partner. Sometimes they have two people in there. Sometimes it's even the nurse or the healthcare physician because they're also trying to 
gauge, you know, maybe I'm not really ever sure what they're trying to gauge. I just often find that people often look to see how I'm going to react, um, especially the birthing parent and her support team. So it's really important for me to really be these mantras um, and then, you know, wearing them makes it that much more kind of in my face so I don't forget it. They are just constant reminders. So number one shirt, number two yoga pants, number three, my shoes. So I bounce back and forth between tennis shoes and fit kicks. So if you don't know what fit kicks are, they're like these little flexible, light um, shoes. They can be thrown in the washer. They can be indoor, outdoor. Um, they kind of remind me of those five finger shoes, the ones that your toes like go in. Remember the toe socks, but these are the the shoe version. So they remind me of those, but it's not like your toes are not inside anything. It's just like a regular shoe. Um, they're super lightweight. They are easy to kick on and off. And I love that you can throw them in the washer. So Thick kicks and tennis shoes are the ones that I bounce back and forth. So I usually show up in my tennis shoes and I leave in my tennis shoes. But sometimes if I need to like get on the hospital bed um, and I don't want my tennis shoes, you know, that have been like everywhere in the world coming into that birth room. But I know that my thick kicks have just been washed and they stay in my backpack. So they would not be touching any other germs except what was in the hospital room. As for my tennis shoes, um, I just think, you know, as far as the, the medical staff goes, they all wear closed-toed um, shoes. And I also like tennis shoes because they're supportive of your ankles and your feet, but they also have grip on hospital floors. Um, but I've seen partners that have worn flip-flops and... Um, very formal shoes, you know, and they've all been fine as well. So I'm not sure that um, the shoes that you wear to a birth are that important. And actually, if you are an expectant parent going to be a birthing parent, I always suggest to my clients they bring slippers because, again, number one, comfort, duh. And number two, they make you feel, um, you know, cozy. I... I always suggest birthing parents wear slippers. Finally, and definitely most important, my lipstick. I always, always, always throw on some lipstick, actually some lip stain so that it lasts usually the whole birth, actually. Um, you know, it, this is totally a confidence move. So I throw on some lipstick and I know that I'm ready to conquer this birth no matter what comes this way. I'm ready to support this birth, that birthing parent, that team of her support and her providers, I'm there to support all of it. So there you go, everyone. You have it all. That's what I wear to a birth and why. So number one, my shirt, those birth mantras, those symbols of my whys, my yoga pants, Number one, comfort, duh, and the flexibility piece to not only allow me to be flexible to support, you know, these birthing parents in various positions, but also to be mentally flexible to remain calm in those curveball situations. 
Number three, my shoes. So I bounce back and forth between tennis shoes because I want to be respectful of hospital policies and I notice that the nurses all have closed-toed shoes, but sometimes I really need some clean, flexible, lightweight shoes. So sometimes I do have to use my Fit Kicks and I keep those in my birth bag. And finally, my lipstick. Total confidence move. Slap that stuff on. Walk out the door. Conquer the day. Oh my goodness, this has been so much fun. I hope that this has at least brought a smile to your face of picturing me running around a little hospital <laughs> in my birth uniform, being flexible and comfy and attracting all sorts of awesome energy. Thank you so much, villagers, for hanging out with me today. As always, Find your tribe and love them hard. Did you know that you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe podcast on Facebook. And our Instagram tribe is Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.